This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons. Hey guys, welcome back to the Make Believe Heroes podcast, an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I'm Paul, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by my four friends. I'm Jeremy, I play Lord Darkbolt, the High Elf Wizard. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vance Off the Wall, the Human Paladin. I'm Alan, and I play Jimaliel Karth, the Half Elf Warlock. I'm Red. And I play Kellen, the Gnome Ranger. And the four of you last left off in our adventure, sleeping it off in the only inn and tavern in the small village of Foothill Village, which I don't think you guys really even ascertained. But you're sleeping off an interesting night of drinking slash... Getting your face pummeled in. Concussions at the Rocky Stop, the only (laughs) tavern and inn in Foothill Village. (laughs) This is, of course, after Servants and Lorik made a deft escape from the strange... What was it that uh, that Lorik called them? Uh, lizard bats? Lizard bats, <laughs> uh, yes. The lizard bat creatures that were trying to kill them and grab them as they went through the pass of the Elder Mountains. Of course, after getting here, they received some vittles and such, and they met two interesting characters. One, Red's character, Kellen Dimble, the gnome ranger, who's interested in killing big monsters and wants in on the action. And, of course, Alan's character, Jim... Who is a half-elf warlock who's really interested in learning about basically everything. Yep. When we ended, Lark tried to run out the door to go check out some potential magic items when he was just ridiculously stopped by surveillance to the point of being knocked out. Knocked out. out. So Lark would really like to wake up. I'd I'd really, I'd, I'd love to be awake. We'll say, you know, four hours after having been knocked out, you come too. (gasps) You're in your room, Lark. It's still night. And you, you've got a lump on your head. Uh, my, uh, wh- where am I? Oh my! Uh, I stand up real quick, probably too quick. Uh, uh, look around for a minute, make sure I got my stuff, got my stuff, and I open the door like flabbergasted. Don't really know where I'm at. All right, you 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 come down the hallway and you go down the steps if you want to. There's no one stirring. I mean, everything is. Everything's dead asleep. You know, it's the middle of the night. The inn and the tavern are all closed down for the night. So did I get a full rest or no? We'll say that for you to get a full rest, you're going to need to meditate for a couple hours. Because as an elf, you only have to meditate four hours to regain all of your stuff. Mm -hmm. But concussion unconsciousness isn't exactly like meditating for four hours. So we'll just say that you can spend the rest of the night um, meditating if you want to really feel better because right now you feel pretty wrecked great and there's nobody downstairs no one hmm. no sign of the gnome i would have no idea where the gnome went no and there's I mean, no one down here i can ask there's nobody i mean it, it's like 4 a.m maybe i'm just gonna poke my it's, head out the door and make sure there's no bat lizards flying around just real quick look around outside you see like street lights i don't really want to go out just open the door and kind of look out for a second and just be like yeah you kind of peer out through the there's those bat wing doors so it's not like it's closed off yeah i'm like it's like still dark outside still dark out street lamps are going you don't see anybody in the streets but you also you do notice that your cart is no longer parked in front of the house or in front of the the inn i should say really oh we gotta have that cart though if I could just find a gnome, I can get those magic items. Um, I'm going to go check the stables and see if the cart's there. Okay. You kind of walk outside of the building, mm-hmm. walk around the end looking for the stables. You do find the cart. It's back there. The horses have been put into the stables, you know, kind of tied up for the night. They've got some feed. They seem to be resting. And the cart is covered up over on the one side, along with some other carts, you know, that are probably just locals and people traveling through. Okay. I'm satisfied. It's basically like a parking lot back there. You know what I mean? Awesome. I'm satisfied. I'm going to walk back inside the tavern. Okay. Inside Rocky Stop. And I'm going to find me like a corner booth or whatever. And I'm going to get up on a table and sit cross-legged on the table and going to meditate. All right. You find a corner booth and meditate. 
I wanted to be in in such a place that I could uh, see any. If the gnome comes down the stairs, I want to be able to find the gnome. All right, that's fine. That's what I'm gonna do. A couple hours later, you all begin to stir. How how are you feeling about waking up? Does everybody who wants to wake up bright and early? Is anybody sleeping in? I sleep in an hour. I'm gonna wake up bright and early. So, all right. We'll say like six. You get up, Kellen. What about Servants? Doesn't want to get up. At 6 a.m., but around probably 7 or something. Okay, we'll say Kellen's kind of an early riser. I mean, he's an outdoorsy type guy, so that's pretty, that seems pretty uh, standard. Nice. So he comes down the stairs first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. As soon as I see him top the stairs, uh, I will stand up on the table that I'm at. Oh, hey, hey, no, uh, magic items, question, are we going now? Can we go now? You want to show me how to get there? Bro. It's six o'clock in the morning. Yes, that's the perfect time to go and find magic items. I don't think he's even awake right yeah, now. Yeah, but it could be triggered by the sun. What if it has to be in the sun and the early sun is what makes it glow to let you know that it's a magic item? Like, we should go now. We should have went last night. Here's the deal. You give me magic items, I will get you all the breakfast that you need. If you want if you want to start off with alcohol, I'll start the day off with alcohol. I'll go straight we'll go straight for the hard stuff. But all I need you to do is, is tell me where do I find the magic items? Wh- where's the blacksmith? Uh, I guess I can show you where he is. There's no guarantee he'll be awake, but I, I can take you to him, I guess. Okay. That'd be great. So what I'm thinking is, I mean, you're, you're talking about adventure, and, you know, I know you're a gnome. I'm really trying to th- – I've been meditating about it all morning that I'll, I'll get over the fact that you're a gnome if there's – you know, you can help me get a magic item. That, that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're a jerk. I mean, you could go Honestly. on an adventure with us. No, 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 no. You don't understand. As I'm, I'm on a holy quest from Paylor himself. Paylor spoke to me, and and Paylor is going to help me. Uh, hashtag save the tree. Oh, okay. Shave the that, tree. That guy. Hashtag that guy. save the tree. Save the tree. That yeah, Paylor. Paylor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As yeah. you're saying this, the dwarven proprietor actually comes walking through the back door from the kitchen. She's like, "Ah, oh, Kellen, see you're here bright and early as usual." Yep. Just uh, waking up to crazy things. Ah, see the uh, elf is. Yeah, I'm still standing on the table. Would you like some breakfast, sir? Well, yeah, you you guys will have to cook it, but first he's got to take me to show me some magic items. You cook us the biggest breakfast you've ever made. I'll be back. I'll pay for it, um, but we'll be right back. You just start cooking, okay? Because there's no way it's ready. She looks at Kellen and she's like, "What magic items? What is he talking about?" <sighs> it's it's hard to explain. Uh, I'm just gonna take him to Zany. I'm gonna go take him to Zany. Zany won't be open for a couple hours yet, for sure. He's it- it's not an early riser. That's what I've tried to tell him, but you know, he's he's so flamboyant. She turns, she turns to uh, to to Lorik and she says, "Look, have, you get some. You take a seat. I'll bring you some breakfast. Soon, your companions will probably join you, and you all can go visit Zany when he opens. He's not going to take well to being waking up early. His name's Zany, right? He's the blacksmith. He the blacksmith. He's also Zany. Well, he is a blacksmith, but he also." He delves in interesting trinkets and things like that. So if there is a someone in town that would have some magic items per chance, it would be him. Lorik hops down off the table and starts walking to the door and goes, Come on, Gnome, come show me Zanies. Actually, Lorik, just stay here and lo- we'll eat some food. All right, we'll wait for the rest of your little gang going. Wait for them to come downstairs and then I'll take you to go see Zany. Okay, that that sounds great. I'm going to go find Zany and um, if you want to come, that's awesome. Good Lord. Or good Atonia. Lorik's opening the door and like looking over his shoulder like are you coming are you coming are you coming I guess I'll go with you but uh, I'm going to tell you right now he's probably not going to take kindly to you trying to wake him up excellent choice let's go okay let's go All right. right, you go out the front door and this village is small like there are some settlements houses and things like that around kind of spread out but right here in the the central part where everybody kind of comes together where there's like the little shops. I mean, you're just, it's just up the road on yeah. the right. There's a blacksmith. There's a blacksmith on the right and there's a place that sells armor on the left. All right. Follow me. Um, I'll, I'll take I'm, you. I am following as closely as possible. It's still very dim out. It's not yeah. well lit. The sun's just kind of, it's kind of that part of the morning of dawn where the sun is, you know, you've got the light of the sun, but you can't actually see it in the sky just yet. You come up to the door of the blacksmith and it's got like an open front in the sense that there's like a counter, you know, there's like bellows and things like out there that he messes with outside in front. But there's a door behind the counter that's like the door he goes into to his shop that would typically be open to allow entry, but it's closed right now for sure. 
Uh, you can go ahead and you know. Is that it right there? Try is, your... this, is this the place? Yeah, yeah, this is the place. Go oh. ahead. You know. I'll, I'll go straight to the door and I, I knock, knock, knock. Okay, you knock on the door. Nothing happens. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna sit down and watch. Just kind of. Hello, hello. Is there is there a zany here? Hello, zany. Knock again. Nothing happens. Okay, now I'm just gonna go hide in the bushes real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch from a distance. All right. I'm gonna walk around the building and look in the windows. Okay, you look in through the windows. You see, like, counters, like a shop area at mm-hmm. first. Around back, there are a couple of smaller windows that, and you peer in through there, and you can see like a small living area. Like a sort of couch sort of thing, you know, a little like living room. And off to one side, there's like a small bed with someone to sleep on it. Oh. Okay. I'm going to cast Mage Hand. Okay. Inside the house. All right. And Man, this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to float it over to where he's at, and I'm just going to tap whoever's asleep in the bed. Just tap, tap, tap. You tap, 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 and the person in the bed, like, flops around and falls into the floor and gets up, like, swinging. Oh, gosh. Like, freaking out, and it's a very short person. I'm going to dissipate Mage Hand as soon as he flops out of the bed. Quick glance now, you can tell he's a gnome. Black-haired. Oh, no. Pale, whitish-looking skin. Not, like, super pale. He's looking around the room. Oh, He's kind of yelling steps, something out. Ste- as, soon as, as soon as he sees the guys up, he, he walks away from the window to go back around and knock on the door again. Okay, you go around the door and you start knocking again. Hello, Zany. You hear someone kind of like yelling from inside the house. You hear like some doors opening and shutting, things being shifted around. And after a few minutes, you hear a couple of locks, kind of like mechanisms go off inside the door. And the door cracks open. It's got like one of those chains keeping it shut. Mm-hmm. But he cracks open, he looks at you, and one of his eyes is open, the other one's like closed. Oh, uh, good, mo- good morning, are you Zany? He says, who are you? Um, hell- Greetings, I am Laric Darkbolt. Uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, I, have a, I have an extreme need to, to, to talk to you. It, 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 I need your help. 500 gold. 500 gold? 500 gold or come back in two hours. To talk to you for 500 gold? I don't even know how much gold I got. Hang on. You don't, you don't got no 500. No, you that. I, I just want to know how much gold I have, period, so I know what I'm dealing with here. I got 121. How, how about how about a gold piece, and we just talk for a minute? How about I was up really late drinking? Oh, would you? I, I mean, I'll, I'll bring you alcohol if that works. He shuts the door, and you hear, and you hear the locks going back in place. Mm, I knock on the door. He stops what he's doing. It's, you hear the locks come back out of place, but they're coming like real quickly this time. You don't understand. People will die. I need your help. And he looks at you. He says, I'm going to go back to my bed and lay down and sleep for two hours. I'm telling you, someone is going to die. Who, who's going to die? My friend. He told me that okay. there's... That there's that Roll there's... me a persuasion check. <laughs> it's a three on the dice, so a four. Okay. He kind of turns around and coughs real loud. <clears throat> kind of clears his throat. I'm the only blacksmith in town. If you don't leave me alone and come back, I won't sell you anything. I won't show you anything. Mm, I will refuse your service. You have, mag- you have magic items come back and in I have two money. Hours. <sighs> if you don't come back in two hours, your money's no good here, and I swear I'll kill you if you lie to me again. And he shuts the door and he locks it. He turns around. You hear him walking away. Mm, I go over to the gnome hiding in the bushes. Killing. <laughs> hey, uh, Killing? Uh, yeah. Um, How's it going? That gnome's being kind of gnomish. Is there any chance you could go and do gnome things with him and get him to open a shop for me? Okay, at this point, I'm going to stand up out of the bushes because uh-huh. I was kind of laying back, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make my way back to the tavern. Okay, you start walking Without the even saying a thing. I'm, I'm obviously been a little bit of offended. Um, uh, Killing, uh, so, uh, but if you, just, if you just go talk to him for a minute, I'm sure he, he you know, would sell me a magic item or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. And why, why didn't he talk to you? I mean, he, he's so, so so good at talking, aren't you? Oh uh, yeah. The, 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 the... No, no. You you mean you really don't think I'm good at talking? No, 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 no. You just you sound. I, I mean, I worked on the stutter. I practiced. I know, I know. It's just it, it comes at a delayed late. 
A delayed late. Yes. What's a delayed late? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Um, but I mean, you said it. What kind of magic items does he have anyway? Honestly, I don't know. Then why did you tell me that? I mean, I just insulted the uh, little gnome, and and I don't I don't understand. Like, did I do something wrong? Is there something wrong with trying to give somebody money? You called him a gnome and meant it in a derogatory term. <laughs> Aren't you a gnome? At, at 6 o'clock in the morning when the man is trying to sleep. I mean... And you expected him to give you magical items. I'm not give. I would have given him some gold for them. Perhaps yes, some magical aid? I'm going... This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk back to the tavern... And whether you follow me or not is your problem. But the way that you're treating this fellow gnome is just absolutely absurd. That's what I mean. You're you're a gnome. He's a gnome. You could go do gnome stuff and get him to open the shop. The gnome thing is that he wants to sleep. Let him sleep. Good Lord. We're good atonement. But somebody else could beat us here. Somebody else could beat us here and get the item before I get it. No one in this town has enough money to buy a magical item. I assure you. I've been here so many times. They barely have enough to buy my venison. Alright? Oh, wow. That's my point. Yeah. The gnomes really are poor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean... And I just... I slap my forehead and I, I walk the other way. Okay, you walk through the doors of the tavern. When you walk in, there are already people kind of like down here getting breakfast. Sir Vance, are you awake now? Yes. Alright, we'll say you're down there... Sitting at the table, some breakfast was just brought out to your table. Yeah, boy. You see Kellen walking through the door, frustratedly, with his hands in the air. Kellen. Is is all elves like that? Like, are they all <laughs> racist? I'm beginning to think so. Because your friend understand. is ex- your friend is so racist. It's it's unbelievable. We were made to look alike just by different gods, but yet he thinks he's so high, and it's like it's dumbfounding to me. <laughs> It's what it is. I don't. I, uh, Lark, you walk into the door, I guess. Are you following him in? Yeah, I'm following him. Okay. I, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry to offend you. I didn't realize that you would think of me like that. I just didn't. I, I don't really know gnomes. And he he doesn't know when he does it. I mean, seriously, <laughs> this guy is literally just pouring crap out, right out of his mouth. Like, Jim will say you can walk down the stairs around this time as well. I can walking down the stairs, and I stretch. As I walk into the room and start looking for breakfast. The table where Sir Vance is sitting is already decked with breakfast for all of you. And Guy, of course, is sitting there with Sir Vance. Oh, Sir Vance. So, um, guys, here's here's what we're going to do. We're going to eat real quick. And then we're going to go sit in front of the blacksmith shop until it opens. Because, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, you, I know, I know, I know I get really excited about magic items, but let's, let's talk about them for a minute. Magic items, some of them are, like, made by the gods. Some of them, some of them have the ability to change the very fabric of the world. I mean, talk about changing your stars. What if we could just change the world? What if we could? What if we could teleport from one side to the other? Just, you know, like, you know, Sir Vance, What if you had a pike that was twelve feet long, and and any time it struck a struck a foe, it it, it causes them to instantly explode. I, I've seen wondrous things, and and we could be sitting like there, there could be a true treasure in this little town, and no one even know it. Well, we'll find out later. Servants. Oh, for the win. Lorik, uh, somewhat defeated, sits down and starts uh, going to town on some some bacon and eggs. Yeah, there's there's what you'd expect for breakfast. Uh, You know, orange juice. Orange juice. Oh, there's orange orange juice. juice. There's orange orange juice juice before anyone else. I was there first, so I'm. You were there. You've already had at least a glass, maybe two glasses of orange juice. So you've had your fill of that. There's bacon, some bread, some cheese, some eggs, and this weird stuff called gravy that you've never had before. Ooh, mm. I could go for some of that. Lark does not eat it. Yeah, it's good with that bread and and those that bacon. It know. looks gnomish. Well, you see them. I mean, you seem you see the other guys eating. I don't know about Sir Vance. No, Sir Vance wouldn't eat that. <laughs> I know that Sir Jeffrey wouldn't eat it. So <laughs> anyway. So you guys get a real hearty breakfast. We'll, I'll say that you all can kind of just eat your breakfast and, and spend this time together until it's 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 approaching 8 o'clock. I'm not entirely sure if I want to spend this time together. <laughs> okay. Are, is there anything that y'all want to discuss while you're doing this? Is this gravy made from a roux? 
Yes, I would say. And by that, I mean a kangaroo. Yes, it's actually kangaroo gravy. How did you know? Well, uh, I have a refined palate from my travels. Mm, a roux? I see. You, you've traveled far. What? I don't even know what a roux is. It's it's not all that special. It's not really a monster. It's just kind of it, it can kick and punch, but it you know it it's not kick it's not that scary and punch. Yes. Is it sentient? No. It it lacks the mental faculties of the higher order of creation. See, I, you seem to be of the the same caliber of, of study as I am. Surely you understand the importance of magical items in the world. Yeah. <sighs> I do. Here we I go do. again. Um. <laughs> Again, my, I'm still fairly new to my magical prowess, uh, but I would like to study magic items. See, I mean, and there see could, if I can learn. There, there could be a channeling stone just down the street, and we're sitting here, and it could be the the one item to hone your skills to make you a master of of your types of magic. It's gonna take a lot of items for you, Lorik. He's saying you suck. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Do you really think I suck? As you say that, Lorik. You notice that behind you, the batwing doors open up, and a disgruntled-looking gnome with dark black hair and kind of palish white skin. He's got like a five o'clock shadow. Uh, he's wearing, you know, like a, like a like a welder's apron. Oh my gosh! He's got just dust, like you know, like that black soot stuff on him. But it doesn't look like he's dirty. It looks like he always has that. You know, no matter how many times he showers, he just can't keep that stuff off of him. So he Mark comes walking in. He stands up. He walks up to the bar. And uh, Triga is standing there, and she kind of hands him like the equivalent of a doggy bag, and he turns around and starts to walk back out with it. Lorik is slowly walking behind him, like a little kid at a candy store that's like jittering, excited. I'm gonna say that he doesn't notice you at first. <laughs> nice. You follow him out the door. Yes, I'm hoping he's going back to his shop, and hopefully he goes that direction. I'll follow behind him quietly, impatiently waiting. Okay, what are the other three of you doing? I'm just letting him go. I'm going to let him go. Yeah. Okay. I, honestly, it's like the last person that Zany killed, he was a lot bigger than that guy, so. <laughs> you know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, am, I, am I still eating? Because I won't walk away from a meal. That's yeah, I mean, my, there's, that's still, one of my bonds. there's still food there, so it's up to you. Okay, I, I just keep eating. Okay, that's fine. You guys just ignore him as he walks out. The guy kind of looks over at Cervantes and he says, is he going to get us killed? It's very likely that he's going to get us killed. I I didn't really plan on getting killed. I mean, hopefully he won't get us killed, but... I mean, it's your job to make sure he doesn't get killed, technically. He looks yeah, over but... at you, and, and he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna go and check with the stable masters and see, are, are we planning on leaving pretty quickly, or... Yes, we'll want to leave soon. As soon as we get down with breakfast, and we'll have to, of course, go get Lorik. We can even get him out of this town now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lorik, you're kind of following in footstep after uh, Zany, and mm -hmm. after a couple of minutes, he does kind of he kind of notices something. He turns back and he looks at you, and when he does, he just uh, he lets a sign rolls his eyes. He's like, "You've got to be kidding me!" I'm yeah. Uh, no jokes here. Just going. Are to you the, the stupid shop. elf that was knocking on my door two hours ago? Or I an mean, hour ago. You did. You 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 did tell me to come and see you in two hours, and it's almost yeah. two hours. So I figured it's I would just almost. Come look, look, man. I don't really get what is so important that you got to wake a drunk sleeping gnome at six a.m. in the morning. Um, uh, magic items, of course. My my friend, the gnome, kill him, kill him, kill him. Uh, he, he, Killen, Killen, Killen. He told me that I should uh come here immediately. That 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 you have a magic item. Killen. Yeah, Killen. He told me that uh that uh I should talk to you immediately. That you you should you might have a magic item. That freaking ranger. Look. It, yeah. Okay. I might have something. I don't know. I've got a lot of stuff. People trade me a lot of things. Okay. I in, I, in this town. I. I I'm a I'm a magic user and I could tell you you know something I could find yeah, things yeah, and, yeah. and see get, what's I, worth I get and, all that and, I get and, it and help you sell some things. Look, Foothill Village is a place where a lot of people come through and they've got a lot of stuff and they don't always have a lot of gold. So yeah, I've got some stuff and just give give me a few minutes. Go back get get Kellen, bring him with you, 
Okay. And uh, here in a few minutes, we'll see if we can't work something out. Okay, I'll be there in like two minutes. Okay. And he kind of struts on toward the blacksmith shop, uh, opening his, his breakfast and eating it as he goes. Okay. I uh, burst back in through the doors of the tavern and say, Killen, we got to go. First off, you didn't even say my name right. Killen? Kellen. 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 Kellen, you, you beautiful, beautiful gnome you. You suck at English. <laughs> I mean, common. Common. You suck at common. <laughs> do, do, That's you, all good. do you really think I, I mean, I can work on it. You can help me. Oh my, oh my God. You're so neurotic. I just want to like stab you, honestly. I'm a, I... How about if I, do you like gold? I'll give you a gold piece if you come with me real quick. Please just let me finish my kangaroo gravy. <laughs> Your kangaroo gravy's done. They've cleaned up the food. It's, it's, it's all wrapped up. Servants. <sighs> Guy has stepped out to go check on the horses and everything, and you're good to go. Uh, Sir Vance, yeah. I presume, can you control him somehow? You got like a dog leash or something? I need, it seems I need to make one. Yeah, probably. You really think I'm a dog? Yeah, pretty <laughs> close. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're pretty stupid. Guys, I, I, I really need your help right now. <laughs> if we're going to save, save the tree. Fine. Here's the deal. Mm. We'll help you. You just need to calm down about the magic items. Like, just, we understand it's it's a magic item. We don't need 15,000 words about about it, okay? Okay, you... Let's go. Don't say anything else. Let's go. No words. Thank you. All right. Lord I get up. is standing there with his eyes wide like he's going to explode, but he, <laughs> he's not speaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, am I assuming the four of you step out and head toward the blacksmith yes. shop? Well, yes, you make way over there. The way. There's already there's already some smoke rising from the shop where Zanny's got things getting things started for the day. As you approach, he the door is open to the front of the shop, and he's obviously inside. Uh, I go straight in. Okay, you the four of you step in. Zanny's standing there. He's kind of setting up things, you know, like early morning. I mean, it is the beginning of the day. So he's getting everything ready for the day. You know, he you can see he's, he's cleaning up where he had his breakfast there. And he's uh, checking his tools. Getting every, He's got the fires going outside. He's getting every, all his hammers and everything laid out and get ready for a day's work. He turns and says, ah, Kellen, Kellen Dimble, hey, you Zane. idiot. What exactly? You send <sighs> psychos knocking on my door at six. Were you involved? Where were you at when he was... Doing some sort of hoodoo, poking me in the bed while I'm trying to sleep. Look, 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 Zany, Zany. Uh, I I told him that you might have some stuff, and I wasn't being too over exaggerative, but he just blew. I mean, it's like the, <laughs> it's like the other one. You know, the what was he? He was a, a dwarf or something. He like exploded in excitement, and you know, he was like, "I gotta go see him right now." And I'm like, it's six o'clock in the morning. Okay, okay, okay. Look, look, look. If there is a way to make some gold to recover the serious mental health damage that I've taken. I mean, my mental HP has gone down by like five points this morning. Okay, at least. Uh, What what exactly is it that I can do for you? I I know we have some business, correct? Yeah, yeah. and when he says that, his demeanor kind of changes, and he's like, "Actually, I got something really cool I want to show you. I've actually been working on this. I got it. I got it. I think I think you're really gonna like it." And he goes over uh, and starts digging through like a cabinet where he's got stuff. And uh, Lark, you wanted to make an Arcana check? Yeah, while he's digging, I want to see what's magic in here. Okay, roll it. Okay, that's a fourteen on the dice. That's a twenty. Yeah, that's great. Um, you're in the room, and you kind of start scanning. And you're just kind of feeling out, you know, you're tuned in looking for that thing that's got that sweet, sweet scent that mm-hmm. you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? You're like, a, you're like, you know, you're doing that crack addict nose rub thing. It's like a dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like uh, a dog. You, you scan the room and, you know, he's got like, he's got some weapons on the wall. He's got a counter with weapons. And over to one side, he's got like a small, it's, not, it's like a glass case. And he's just got kind of a random assortment of trinkets in there. And you feel a pain coming at you from that direction. Mm, and you go over there box. and you look in it and you see a lot of weird trinkets and things. You see like holy symbols and you see a couple things like that. You see like some orbs and things that could just be used as arcane implements. You see okay. some things that might even 
might even be used for like druidic magic stuff like that like little totems and weird little stuff like that and, and then just some random stuff that looks like somebody's garbage basically something that's probably valuable to the right person like a collector but okay. in the back of this glass case when i say case it's not like they're all lined out perfectly they're kind of just laying in there Here you there are, is sticking out of a kind of like a pile of stuff there is a little silver handle kind of sticking out and when you see it it looks like some sort of a magic wand Ooh, it's a wand yeah, you spot that, and when you when you do, you, you can see, that's like the the most interesting magical presence that you're picking up from this from this room. Mm. Mm. Kellen, as you're as you're standing there, Zany turns around to you, and he says, "So I, I took those those uh, those herbs and the, those things you brought me, right? Yeah, the, the poison, and I actually managed to put it in the ore. It's really weird. I'm not really sure how it's going to work." but feel the sharp tip on this arrow. And he pulls out this arrow, really nice looking, really well-built arrow. And the arrowhead, he kind of hands it to you and you fill of it. And I mean, it's razor sharp. Like Good. this is a super yes. razor sharp arrow. Sharper than any of the ones that you have in your pack. He's like, now, here's the deal. That metal is very, well, it's softer than most metals, okay? Yeah. I don't know that that arrow is going to get you more than one or two shots. But if you use it on what we were talking about before, it's going to be extra special. Gotcha. Okay. Perfect. So did I tell you about the other thing that I kind of wanted you to build? Yeah, we we talked you brought me those bones, right? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you, uh, yeah, we talked about that. Have you worked on that in it at all? Uh or? he kind of looks he kind of looks at you and, and looks at the other two. He's like, "Yeah. Yeah, I, I got that for you." And he he goes over there to like there's like a drawer up underneath the counter. And he pulls it out and he he brings out this thing and it's wrapped in like a like an oiled cloth, kinda. yeah. And he kind of unfolds it out, and there's this small, you know, pretty small in terms of daggers, but it's a small little dagger, and it's carved from bone. And in the uh, hilt of it, there's an there's something inscribed in gnomish. Okay. Um. So how much is this gonna cost me? Oh. Uh. Well, I think we talked about before. What was it? Um. I want to say thirty thirty gold pieces. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm gonna reach in my pack. Okay. I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna get out my coin purse. Okay. I'm going to get thirty gold pieces out. And Give it to him. Hand it to him. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, he, he turns the room. He says, "So what about you two gentlemen? Uh. Wow. He he looks up at Servance. He's like, "Is that a pike? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a question? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's a pike." Uh, pikes, I, man, I, can, um, I haven't seen anyone use carrying a pike in ages. I mean, sure, like in war, people, you know, standing stand in the front lines, you know, but just carrying it as a regular weapon, you must be pretty stout. Comes Ooh. in handy. Uh, do you mind if I take a look at it? I mean, if you can hold it. You take it off and go to hand it to him? Yeah, I'll hand it to him. Okay, you hand it to him and he holds it up and he, he can hold it, but he is straining. Like it's... It's pulling him down. He's like, "Oh man, this, how do you how do you wield this thing?" It's better if you're a little taller. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's true. Uh, listen, man, I, I bet I could do wonders with this pike. Wonders, wonders. Oh, are you saying you what? can enchant it? Uh, excuse me, sir. I I really need to see Lork. it. Enough. I mean, <laughs> tell me more about what you can do with this pike. Oh man, if if I had if I had a couple hours or you know a day, man, I could really, I could I could do some modifications to this. You see how it, it kind of like it's and he, he's kind of he, he sits it down, but he's holding up one end of it so you can see like the actual weapon weaponized end of it, and it's like a blade, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's like point. It's more for stabbing. Yes, kind of the way it's designed, like kind of like a spearhead. He's like, you see the spearhead? He's like, I could I could modify this. And you would actually, man, I could take, I could add like a, like a scythe type blade off the side here. Or, oh, you know what? I've seen some pikes that actually were axe heads on the end. I bet I could make this one where it's like a spear and an axe head or like a spear and a scythe. And if you did that, man, it would really open up for different opportunities in combat. Hmm. Logistically, if he were to, if you hire him to make modifications to your weapon, it's going to give it some special features. Okay. So right now your pike is like a giant spear. If you want him to put the scythe type blade on it, which is kind of like a hooked blade, 
then it will give you the disarming attack feature. Once a day, you could use the disarm feature, which basically lets you pull the weapon out of an enemy's hand. If you took the axe attack, the axe modification, then it would give you the sweeping attack feature, which you can use once per day, which I can't remember exactly what it does. I'll look it up. But if you haven't do any of these modifications to your pike, it's basically going to give it a special ability that you can use once per day. I would definitely be interested in that, I think. Okay, which one do you think that you would prefer to have? So if if you did the scythe one, you would still have mm-hmm. the spearhead on the top right and then just like a scythe blade off to the side, sort of. Yeah, the spearhead is going to be the primary form of attack, okay? Like if you're just hitting somebody with it, it's still, it's still got the spearhead thing. It's got that, so that's, that's no different. What it is is adding these things onto the side of it that give you special maneuvers that you can use. And the, the two options are the disarming attack, which is when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can once per day, you can force it to drop one item of your choice that it's holding. Yeah, that's what I would want. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, if I, if I had a little time, I could take... Uh, here, let me show you. And he goes over to the side, and he actually gets like a small scythe. He's like, see how this, this, this blade's like hooked? I bet I could fashion this in such a way that you would have like a hook here that would let you disarm enemies. That sounds great. How long would that take? Oh, something like that? Well, I could probably have it done in three hours, but you might not want to use that for... You might not want to use that hook for another... I would say half a day. That would be fine as long as you get it done in three hours. I have other weapons to use. I see. Okay, well, yeah, I'll get started on that right away. And he kind of, he starts gathering things up. And Lark, are you wanting to? Like as soon as he turns around, I'm standing behind him with my hand up. Okay. He says, "Uh, uh, uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I I forgot. I'm sorry. Did you you find something that you were interested in in here? Absolutely. Uh, This glass case over here? Yeah. Yeah, um... What about this uh, this wand here? What do you got? What do you got about it? What do you got on this wand? And uh, and he gets some that that rod looking thing right there, and he points okay. at it. He goes, and he also in in that weird looking ball right there. It's it's just a totem, but I'm gonna I'm gonna you know pull both of them out. Okay, he opens it up and he he grabs the wand and he grabs the totem thing that you pointed out to. Okay, yeah, uh, these two. Um, I think maybe this wand is, it's just a wand, right? I mean, is there anything special about it? I'm not really a magic user. Here, you want to kind of... Well, I, I'd i like to take a deeper look at it. It does just like look like a regular implement, but I'm willing to, to see what we can do here. He says, yeah, I'm, I'm no magic user, but I've managed to get a few spells out of it and just kind of randomly when I was holding it, basically just start shooting spells out. I don't know what's up with that. I figured it was just kind of like a weird, faulty wand. Hmm, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Uh, you don't have detect magic, do you? No, I do not. Okay. You can roll me an arcana check. 14, 8 plus 6. Okay. You know that this wand is definitely not just a standard implement. You would you would have to take some time to look at it, but you feel like it has innate spellcasting abilities. My my eyes get bigger, and I'm like, I'm not exactly sure. It's attuned to some sort of spell. Maybe it's a magic. Maybe it's a magic missile. Maybe it's a maybe it's a binding spell. I feel like it's a specialized one. Maybe uh, uh, it's definitely got some form of magic to it. How much did you pay for it? Oh, I, I didn't pay anything. Someone traded it to me. Uh, I can't even remember what for. I thought it was. I figured it was just a regular wand. They said it was just a regular wand. Well, uh, I'd have to spend some time with it to figure out exactly what it is. So, uh, how how does twenty gold sound? That sounds kind of low to me. I mean, especially with this totem. I just, I, uh, well, the totem is is probably worth five. So why don't we go up to twenty five? Yeah, I was thinking more like forty gold for both. Forty gold for both. Well, yeah. I mean, your buddy there got two items for thirty. You said it, my buddy. Forty gold it is. He throws down forty gold. Okay. <laughs> All right. Pleasure doing business with you now. Uh, forget where I live. <laughs> he turns around and walks out the door. Uh, he's he's dragging the pike and a scythe with him, and he's going to go get started on that. Lorik goes and uh, near the door, just kind of sits down and immediately starts studying the wand to figure out exactly what it is. Now, Jim, is there anything that you're looking for in here? Anything that you want to do while we're here? Uh, I'm just kind of poking around, uh, not really looking for anything in particular, but curious about everything. Okay, you you don't really find anything else that's like extraordinary. 
but you do notice that a lot of the weapons that he's got for sale, none of them are standard. They all have tweaks. Like he's got, you know, sort of like self-loading crossbows. He's got, um, you know, every sword he's got has some sort of a explanation of what else it can do on there. And none of it's like magic. It's all like smarts, you know. It's 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 clever ways of, of inventing new ways to use weapons and things like that. So he's like an artificer type deal. Kind of, yeah. He He's a tinkerer. He, he messes around with stuff and he looks for ways to improve it. Word. Well, it seems we've got three hours. We probably need to go inform Guy of this. So I'm just going to go tell Guy. Uh, sir, uh, sir, off to wall. Um, uh, perhaps, uh, we, we get the cart ready. Um, but I think it might be important if we ask around about lizard bats and which direction we should go to avoid them. That's also a good idea. Oh, Ranger, Ranger, uh, uh, kill, kill him, kill him, kill him. You fought lizard bats before, yeah? What in the world are you talking about? Uh, whenever we came through the mountain pass, we were attacked by lizard bats, like several hundred lizard bats, like a swarm. Uh-huh. And as soon as we got close to the city, they uh, they gave up. Uh-huh. Which is more than a little weird. Did you accidentally stumble upon orange moss? Orange moss. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain you're high off of something. <laughs> um, I, no, I don't know what you mean. We actually fought some kind of strange black beast that there was <laughs> a lot of them. Now, it sounds actually, you know, real, just hearing it from you, Sir Vance. What did, what did they look like? <laughs> um, Lizard bats. I mean, that's actually a decent description. Okay. Well, to give you a DM subscription. Subscription. That's different. Are description. They like They're black skinned, scaly, like, okay. a, like a, a reptile of some sort. Long snout like a reptile. Eyes. One was red and one was white. Some of them had wings. Some of them did not have wings. One of them was like a spellcaster that they fought. I don't know how much of this information they'll share with you, but Lizard they were bats. they. It's, I mean, they had like giant, like bat, like wings. Some of them did. Huh. They had no hair or anything. They were humanoid size. Some of them were no. smaller, more like your size, maybe slightly taller. But like the one they fought, that was a spellcasting one. It was like six feet tall. It was big. Yeah, I'm just going to tell them all of that. Pretty beast, huh? I honestly cannot tell you that I've actually seen lizard bats before. I, I've never actually even heard of that term. Um, lizard bats. I love it. Yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure. The only real thing that I know of is just, you know, plant life and stuff like that in the forest and regular monsters that you would encounter, but I've never actually seen any lizard bats before. Well, no. I mean, they're uh they're they're swarming in the mountains, so we just need to make sure we don't go that way. We probably just need to go in the other direction. Um I'm looking for have you you've done some adventuring. Have you ever seen a a great tree like in the middle of a grove by itself? Um may, may I've seen had, a lot of trees. Like I a, mean I live in a forest. Like a huge so. tree. Like bigger than all the trees yeah. around it with a clearing, like a big clearing around it and it, like you can just feel the magic around it. Do you, do you know what I'm talking like? Like it might even be like a god tree or something crazy like that. I mean, I've seen some like groves and stuff like that. There's clearings out in the middle of the forest. A lot of deer. I mean, is there anything like you're from? I mean, like maybe a legend of Atonia or I don't know something in your country where you people are from that that might uh might trigger something. No, <laughs> no, I've actually really never heard of anything like that. I mean, I serve Atonia, but I've never seen Atonia. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, uh, yeah, I guess I've seen I've seen a tree, but I ain't never seen no God tree. You know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. So we're heading to Atonia. Is that right? You're heading to Fallen Grove. Atonia is the name of the goddess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fallen Grove. That's where he's from, right? That is where he's from. And you guys are going there because, I mean, that was kind of like y'all's best guess of where something like this might reside. You don't you don't know where it is, but that's kind of where you're looking. Fallen Grove is a giant forest. Like, it covers a huge amount of land. The mm. only real thing that I can think of that 
somebody might know is maybe my mom and pa. They might know something. But your mom uh, and pa. Who who are they? Yeah. Who are they? Where can we find them? They're in Fallen Grove right now. I originally left for a little bit on a hunting trip and I was supposed to head back there in about a few days or so. But that that, that sounds like our, our next place, uh surveillance. Our next visit. Next stop. Hmm. Unfortunately, it seems like we might could use your help, Ellen. Ah, honestly, I don't really need y'all's help, so that was kind of a rude statement to make. <laughs> well, I mean, you you are seeking adventure, and you're sure to find it with us. Yeah, but I'm also seeking people who are not racist, so I'm not entirely sure if I want to go with you. <laughs> I mean, we could probably work on Lorik's racism. As we go. Well, I mean, you you said that you have a cart. Maybe he'll sleep all the way. Hopefully. But that that would be nice. I guess I guess I can take y'all there. I guess I can show you the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right then. Sure. But what are we gonna do now? Until are we just gonna take off right now, or what are oh, we gonna we, do? I think we have to wait for a pike. Yes. Oh, we okay. Yeah. About three hours. All right, then. Yes, to his parents' house. I'm sure there's much to learn from the elderly. Wait a second. The elderly. I don't recall saying anything about you going along. Sir, sir off the wall. Uh, uh, he's he's a magic, magic user and, and studied, and he may be of value to me in my uh, search for magical items, yeah? We're not searching for magical items. I mean, you're not searching for magical items, but I'm not be looking. I mean, uh, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll uh, you have you must remember what we're here to do. I save the t- hashtag save the tree. I know, I know, I got it. I hashtag got it. save the tree. Well, save the tree. Save that's the that's tree. what I'm doing. I mean, okay. Paylor spoke to me, and uh, I just I just feel that you know uh, a, a couple more folks around to keep the uh, lizard bats off me would be uh, kind of a good idea. You you kind of missed a few times with your pike there. Oh gosh, I man, Lorik is well. not going to survive this. Servance <laughs> <laughs> is going to eventually kill him. Yep. This is actually the story of how Servance went from being lawful good to chaotic evil. <laughs> it is that story. <laughs> Has fallen oh. into darkness like good lord. Good Atonia, my bad. Listen, <laughs> Lorik's just naive. He just doesn't get it. Oh yeah, I know it's great. It just cracks me up. It's, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. <sighs> if you um, think he could be of some help, I suppose he could come along as well. Sure, I could help with uh, any lizard bats or other creatures you may happen upon. I might get to study them a little closer than normal as well. Maybe you as can long study as a you're god not tree. Just studying them and helping. Oh, absolutely. I understand the need to defend ourselves. You know, once again, although the afterlife. I'm sure offers many. It's the greatest mystery of all, some would say. I want to spend as much time as I can here on this mortal plane studying what's here. Mm. Okay, if there's going to be so many of us, I'm guessing we're going to need some more supplies. I mean, I've already got supplies. I kind of kind of walked here, well, to be honest with you. We could load them onto the cart. Okay, cool. Servants. You go to the tavern? No, nah, first I'm going to talk to Guy. Well, that's where that's where Guy is. He's around he's around the inn. So you go back to Rocky Stop and Guy <laughs> is back inside. He's just kind of resting around one of the tables. You walk inside, there he is, and uh he, he sees you coming, he says, Oh, hey, Sir Vance, uh everything's good with the horses. Wow, great service here at the Rocky Stop, man. They really they know how to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean by keep it real? What have you been doing? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I just, they're, we didn't even check in the horses. They just went and got the horses, got our cart, took care of it, got the horses well-fed, well-rested. It's really great service. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Seems like we're going to have to wait about three hours before we can leave because I'm getting some modifications to my pack. Oh, okay. That, that, that sounds cool. Um, did you happen to find any cool magic items, Lorik? I did find a magic item and check this out. And I like stick it up in front of his face and spin it around a little bit. I'm not exactly sure what it does yet, but it seems really cool. And I definitely know that this is exactly what I was looking for. It's got like a silver handle and then the wand comes out kind of like, uh, like with a twist. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the actual, like the the wood, the wooden part of the wand, it's like a white wood. White wood, silver, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. twisty. Yep. What is it? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I know. Um, we may need to get extra supplies. It seems like the two new guys are going to be going along with us on the journey. Kellen and oh. Jim. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess there should be plenty of room on the cart for the five of us. Yeah. Uh, so you need me? I'll I'll tell you what. I'll I'll check with uh, Lady Triga and see if if we can't purchase some more like food and water and, and provisions from them and uh, get that get that ready. So he gets up and he walks up to the bar and he's like looking for Triga to talk to her. I go outside and I'm gonna I'm gonna try out this one. Guys, uh, I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Lark turns around to walk out the door. What do you? What do the three of you do? I'm gonna walk over to the bar and talk. Yeah. Get me some food. Okay. I would like some food. Sure. Uh, get a cup of mead or no, just ale, no mead. Okay. All right. And walk out to watch what happens with this wand. Okay. That actually sounds like a good idea too. I'm gonna go do what he's doing. All right. Kellen, you you step over there, grab some more grub. You're kind of talking to the locals that you know. The other two kind of look at each other and walk out the door to watch Lorik as he's out there doing what he's doing. So are you just doing it in the middle of the street? Are you looking for an open space? Middle of the street, looking for a barrel. I need a black water barrel on the side of a house. Yeah, you step outside, and like over to the right of you, there's like a horse's watering trough. Perfect. I'm just going to try to reach in and, and... Whatever magic is there, I just want to look for activation. If it's spoken, if it's flick, like I'm going to do the standard, uh, this is how you get a magic wand to work, move and see if it does anything. Okay. And then I'll start playing around with words or whatever I need to do. Okay, you pull the, you you wield the wand and you kind of, you look at it, you check it out. You don't see any kind of runes or anything on it. You're kind of holding it, you know, you're used to using the wand. Isn't that what you typically use? Yep. Okay. So you, you, you kind of hold it like you would normally hold a wand, and you kind of point it at that barrel, mm-hmm. and you say, what do you say? Just something in Elvish? I would probably use Elvish first. Okay, and what do you want to say in Elvish? I would probably just use the Elvish word for cast. You do that, and uh, roll me an Arcana check. Well, I rolled a 5 on the dice, so it's an 11. 11. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just I'll just say that you hold it. You're used to doing magic, and you know you're you're thinking like cantrip level. You know you're you're looking to do something. You're not looking to like blow a place up, right? Correct. I'm just I just want to see if I can get it to spark whatever its uh, innate magic is. Okay, cool. Roll me a d100. Ooh, I mean, I got to roll these two percentile things. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. One of them is a five zero, and one of them is a one zero. So is that fifty one? You rolled you rolled two doubles. We'll just call it fifty one. That's totally fine. Well, let, let me look at it. I'm either going to make it a fifteen or a fifty one, because typically you'd roll a regular d ten and the two digit one. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. So let me look. Well, just let me That's do that. No, nah, we'll keep it. I think. <laughs> I kind of like fifteen. Hold on, let me read fifty one. Okay. You hold it. You know, you're kind of like trying to get the right stance you're looking around you're thinking you're like hey, what do i do and you point the wand and you say the word cast in elvish you know you're not actually doing any of the, any of the actual components for a spell but you feel it kind of pulse in your hand and then a spell comes not blasting but just comes firing out the end of it and it kind of like spins through the air and hits that um that that watering trough which was you know we'll say Probably about 10 feet long, 5 feet wide, mm-hmm. about, I don't know, 4 feet deep. Suddenly, it it becomes huge. I mean, now suddenly <laughs> it's 10 feet tall, 20 feet wide. You know, it, it just gets huge and all the water inside of it does. And when it does, the water just comes like raining out of it. And <laughs> now, instead of having a normal size trough there, you've got one that's meant for like a giant's steed. Wow. Did you see that? Did you see what I just did? Did you guys see that? Man, that's a big trough. Uh, f- plenty of wood to go around, guys. If you want to chop that up? 
I do want to come outside. Okay. Right now, you step I, outside. I heard the commotion. You hear the commotion. You see, there's a huge watering trough over there. What the heck? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again and see if it makes the watering trough bigger. Okay, you cast it on the watering trough again. Yeah. All right, roll me the a d10 and a d percentile. That's an eight and a three zero. So thirty eight. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you, this time you do it again, and this time you say cast again, but when you do it, you do it with more just oomph, and a giant lightning bolt comes streaking out the end of it and hits that thing, and it explodes, and lightning is going everywhere, and I'm going to say that Kellen, just walking out, you need to make me a dexterity saving throw. I rolled an eight. Okay. Plus Dex four. save. It's plus six because you're oh. proficient with save. So that's a. Ten. You rolled a four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is not going to do it. Thank so, you. So, <laughs> uh, you come out, you say, "What the heck?" About that time, he does it again, and it explodes, and a lightning bolt streaks <laughs> off the side of it and just hits you right in the chest and sends you flying back against the wall. And actually, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't tell me I killed him. Jeremy, I, I don't know what I'm going to do here, because this is really just for story, but I want to see what happens when I roll all these dice. Jeremy, I swear if you kill me on the first go, <laughs> I will What's your max you HP? You walked outside. What is your max HP? I'm trying to look at it. Okay, it's okay. it it deals you 30 hit points of damage. Oh my gosh. Your max is 22. Oh, okay. Ooh, but I'm going to say death. that you don't take the full 30. Because the lightning bolt didn't actually hit you. It hit the barrel, and the barrel exploded. So you're going to get hit with, like, I'm going to say you take, what is it's 30? We'll say you take a quarter of that. So you take seven hit points of damage. Uh, what it is is where that lightning hits it, it's like the, the explosion and the, you know, you're touching water when, it, when lightning hits it. So you're going to take some of the splash damage. You take seven hit points of lightning damage as it hits you in the chest and sends you flying back against the wall. I want to get up and I want to shoot him. I, I'm, I'm being honest. With no, you. no, no, no. You don't. You you're, or hit him in the face. What do you What do you something. do, Lark, when you see this happen? I immediately put the wand. I look at it with like huge, wide eyes and smile at it. I'm like, wow. And then I, <laughs> I slot it inside of my robe, and I'm like, uh, uh, someone needs to help him. Uh, Sir Servants. Uh, <laughs> It is. Um, I think. I think I might have killed him. He may be dead. He needs some help. Oh my gosh! Uh, it, like sheer panic. I'm, I'm walking over to him. Okay, oh my gosh! Are you okay? Oh my gosh! I can't believe you walked out at just the wrong time. That that board just. I thought I took your head off. I thought you were dead. I'm so glad you're not dead. I want to hit him in the face. Okay. Oh my I, gosh! I want to. I'll, I'm gonna say you can probably reach his face. Yeah. I want to uppercut his chin. Okay. Roll me a d20. Oh my god. We'll call this an unarmed strike. That is a plus two. That's a 15. Mm, that hits my, your AC, right? Yeah, I'm a 13. He punches you in the face. <clears throat> you take one damage. Oh, my gosh. You're okay. Oh, he's okay, everybody. Everybody, calm down. Oh. I just, I want to just sit there, <laughs> and I want to have my hand on my sword. Okay. Servants. I'm going to walk over Yeah. and put my hand on uh, Kellen's shoulder. Uh-huh. And use my lay on hands pull. Okay. You want to give him all seven? Seven hit points. Okay. He gives you seven hit points. You feel healing energy just flow into your body, and you just feel good. It feels real good, like okay. a warm embrace. So I'm going to let go of my sword. I'm gonna, you I'm you just let need go. to calm down. It was totally an accident. It really was totally Jim? an accident. Be I can't okay. believe you hit me. I'll smack Lork in the face gently with a lay on hands for his one hit point as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I just kind of watch, and at first I'm concerned, and I start to run over there, but when I see that he's okay, I just kind of step back and chuckle a little. As he's kind of sitting there chuckling, the, the people, the onlookers on the street are just kind of looking at you guys, and they're like, you know, they kind of look shocked and everybody's just kind of confused about what's going on about that time. Triga comes running out and she's like, what happened? It, what happened to my, oh my goodness, what are this, ex, what's with all this water? Where's my horse trough? What? And she's just kind of like flabbergasted and looking around. I'm just going to point. You just point at Laura? I'm just going to point at Laura. 
you point at Lark, she just looks at you, and when she does, her countenance just kind of falls, and she just kind of gives you this eye. I'm I'm I I'm so sorry. I did I do something wrong? I mean, look, friend, just, just tell me you're gonna pay for our trough. You know, uh, what? we can happily, we can even build you a trough. I, I'll buy. Yeah, sure. We have three All hours. Right. We got gotcha. you. Sounds great. And she kind of turns around and just walks back in, shaking her head. And for the next three hours, I'm assuming Servance and Lorik are gonna work on rebuilding this water. I'm gonna trough make for. Guy and Lorik build it because I'm not. <laughs> Sir Vance, I have to give you inspiration for that. I I have to. <laughs> and that's actually where we're going to stop this week. So, hey, thanks so much for listening in. We're really glad you took the time to listen. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you like what you've heard so far and you'd like to help out the show, the best way for you to do that is to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps us get the word out, and we just really appreciate it. If you'd like to get in touch with us, maybe communicate about the show, tell us what you like, what you think could improve, or if you just want to say, hey, feel free to do so. Our Twitter handle is at MBH Podcast. And of course, if you like these sound effects, you should check them out at www.battlebards.com. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been Make Believe Heroes, and we'll see you next week.